following show contains spoilers for episode 10 of Survivor Season 41. Hello, Hello again. again. Hello, Hello again. again. Welcome to RNG Show. This is the podcast where we talk about Survivor. And we talk about the points that we make while watching the show. Uh, we have this crazy rule set. Wait, wait. We, we create points. We will them into existence while watching the show. Is that how it works? Basically, yeah. Do I mean, the points kinda. matter? They really no, not do. really. So what you're saying is that th- this is uh, whose line? Okay, okay. But here's the thing. This is a This is a special episode because this is our first episode where we get to talk about Survivor. For the past nine episodes, we've been talking about the Chantel show, and <laughs> and yet somebody miracu- miraculously decided to change the channel on our, our family television, and no longer are we watching the Chantel show, we're watching Survivor. Drop the Shan, carry the one. It's kind of weird that both shows have the same host and cast, though. It is weird. Yeah, it makes sense why we were so confused these past, you know, nine episodes. So, yeah, the the breaking news, we are coming to you all as quickly as possible. Uh, get right to it, Chantel, this episode, finally, is voted out. Wait, wait. Oh, my gosh. And we're all thankful was, for Was it. I looking at the wrong channel? So, Jeez, I thought that... Uh... I, I I thought that Brad went home this week. So not only uh, is this episode kind of defined by uh, Chantel going home, not just the podcast, but the, the TV show, uh, the whole season so far has kind of been defined by Chantel. So I'm looking forward to kind of figuring also out why podcast. that happened, <laughs> kind of talking about it, looking forward for the next couple episodes to see what might go down and uh how the points will end up working out for the future too so the protagonist of the season is just gone yeah this is a really interesting decision uh you know (laughs) in the well by decision i mean like (laughs) the editors the editors not the players right because we've been talking for a bit of how the show oh i thought you meant decision as like jeff the script writer yeah they've they've really had the show going on in just giving Chantel the spotlight and showing her you know making all the decisions and showing how good of a survivor player she is and why Chantel's the best and why Chantel's going to win the show and all these human connections she's making. And there hasn't been a lot of room for other people to really shine. You know, we've got a couple who have had their moments, but no one has just been out there as much as Chantel. So, you know, my line of thinking for the past few weeks has either been like, okay, Chantel's going to win and it will be very obvious or Chantel doesn't win. And why, like, how <laughs> the the person who actually wins has just kind of gotten a pretty sad showing, I guess, uh, of their story of how they won the game. It, you know, it's just not their story. It's been Chantel's story this whole time. And yeah, there's only a couple episodes sure. left to pivot that into something else. Yeah, and so so here is my main point with this whole thing is that yes of course i am ecstatic 
that we have a show, that we have a game to play, that we have something that is, like, exciting to watch again, even if it's only for the next two episodes. Three. But, three, sorry. Um, but the issue, issues that we brought up before regarding our, our reason why Chantel has to win pretty much still stand like at this point the only two people that i think could ever win this game are deshaun and ricard and already in this last episode or the last couple episodes even it's felt very clear or it's it's felt like we have been speed running a winner's edit because normally you have a whole season to build up a winner right to build up their character to build the kind of game that they're playing and everything and yet with this season we very specifically did not do that and so now we're at a point where we have three episodes for Deshauna Ricard to become characters and to become deserving winners and just this most recent episode with um with Deshaun's you know very emotional conversation with Chantel and just uh, emotional confessional about, you know, not wanting to vote out his biggest supporter, despite being the biggest friend, whatever. I was like, this feels, you know, this is a winner's edit. And yet it's happening way too late. And so I feel like the next few episodes are going to be super rushed in terms of like characters, characterization and narrative and whatever for whoever wins. Yeah, I'm curious if it turns into where we kind of spend all of our time with one person and they're kind of like, yeah, cat's out of the bag now. Uh, you know, here's your winner. Or if it stays pretty ambiguous and this is how they want to play it, where they kind of keep it a secret until the very last moment. But then if it's somebody we're not expecting to win, wins, it'll feel like it. there is no sense to it. Yeah, and I I don't know, I don't know how they're gonna like overcome that because I think somebody like Deshaun or Ricard winning is deserved, and you know we've at least seen them exist in the show. But but again, like Ricard, Ricard, most of Ricard's existence on the show has been as somebody that Chantel had to manage, and as you know, somebody that was at odds with Chantel and presented as like a lackey, a, um, a villain, right? Like making all these really cold decisions. Whereas Chantel's more human relationships or whatever were presented as like the correct way to play. And so even though Ricard making this move is like huge points for him as a player, it's still, feels like this is the exception to what Ricard should be based on the edit, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think what they're going for here uh, is that Survivor really wants a woman to win, which, you know, I share that sentiment, but they just keep having guys win again and again and again and again. Uh, so I think with season 39 kind of like playing up this angle and then this season two, I think they're really just trying to show us these other perspectives. So in the end, when a dude does win, it's kind of like 
softening the blow a bit or you know that's what they're trying to do is they like hey look at you know Chantel, this you know the main character of this season uh and then now that she's voted out it's like okay you know let's let's get this over with story story's over yeah and just based on the cheesy ass music that they <laughs> played while she was walking out it feels very 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 obvious that this is the narr like this is the narrative that the producers wanted and then when it didn't come to fruition fully it feels like they just you know doubled down on it and... what i think is interesting here is in the past couple episodes too we've really and we talked about this last time too is they're really building up this sense of like it's time for a revolution against Chantel and her alliance it's time to build up our numbers and strike back right and finally topple the empire uh and but then when they do that you know it it, it they're painting the picture as if Chantel is kind of like the bad guy that they're trying to get rid of but when they do vote her out you know it's the very heroic like oh man i can't believe she's actually gone like sad triumphant music so you know it's like you get it because you if that is their favorite player of the season they want to play them up a bit but it's i guess it's just interesting how they've gone about it for this season i think we can say with all the confidence in the world is that we will see Chantel in a future season yep yeah without a i think doubt. i think is you know is interesting you know a, a 2.0 Chantel seeing if she can correct her mistakes or if she's been so overexposed in the season if people won't give her a chance She's so highly edited this season, and then when she returns and is like the third boot, it's like Chantel is terrible. <laughs> We're gonna vote her out. <laughs> so. She just has no idea what's going on. Yeah, I guess we'll see in the future whenever that happens. Uh, I do kind of want to broaden out the picture and uh, just say like this. I think this was a very good episode of Survivor still. Uh, because we got to see how this move got kind of shared around between people and who it was worth telling to and then uh, compromising or negotiating with different parties to try and figure out what the actual plan was. I thought it was really interesting to see everything get orchestrated and they weren't really trying to pull any fast ones on us. It, they really held true to the story of like, okay, Chantel is getting voted out here here's how it all went down yeah like the the past few episodes since the merge i've just been hating every like attempt they make to blindside the viewer i'm glad they're showing us like how this conversation happened and they they still do the little oh but danny and deshaun might decide to vote the other way at the very end you give them a little suspense mm -hmm. but we do see the whole story of how Everyone is rebelling against Sean. I mean, they, they <laughs> literally show us like a, a scene of uh, of Sean crying over uh, over Shan for like he's like I can't betray her. I gotta bring her. And I think right. And I right think the start. the sort of human element too, especially between Deshaun and Chantel, uh, and you know even Ricard a little bit bit in there. It shows the 
sort of difference between like the game relationship and the person relationship and where you're putting priority and really you know in the end everybody is playing the game of survivor but at what point do people's priorities kind of shift around uh it was just a really good sort of like exploration of that mindset and it made made it feel like there were humans out there and not just characters yeah do you want to talk about the reward challenge it's the best one of the season it's pizza I agree. I it's agree. not gonna it's not gonna be the best one come on everybody knows survivor <laughs> pizza is there pineapple on they the had pizza? a bed I don't remember. they had a bed they had a bed. okay okay good point it was and, pizza you know, shelter and an actual bed and they probably can't do family visit this season so yeah, I guess I mean, that's are, the are they not going to do family yeah, you, Zoom maybe, trademark? That's call? what I'm thinking. Oh my you know, god! Next episode we get a Zoom where we get like a Microsoft Teams or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of you at over the past two years, we've gotten used to a new way of communicating with each other, and so while we can't bring your loved ones here today, we thought we'd use those technologies we've all embraced over the past two years. To bring them here in another way. <laughs> That's exactly what how Jeff would sell it. <laughs> yeah, they did use uh, Zoom in the finale of uh, Winners at War. So, Flying, why don't you tell us about this reward challenge? What I have to remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I mean I was the one that watched it most recently. That's why I called on you. Uh, but I, I just skip all the challenges okay. when, when on my rewatches. Uh, so they started in the water and then they had to like, they oh, were like tied up with ropes. Yeah, the rope, now. the rope. I like this and challenge. And they got to a star puzzle. It's all, yeah, all these challenges are the boring end. now. Right. But this one was fun. They <laughs> swim a little bit. They go through the little obstacle course. Uh, and then they do the star puzzle thing. Uh, yeah. and you know, of course you know, from my perspective, the blockbuster definition perspective, uh, I pretty much just have Deshaun and Ricard and Xander and maybe Erica, right? Just all in the lead for this challenge. Uh, especially oh towards the end, it's Deshaun and Ricard. It's like, all right, you know, sure. Why not? Right. I can't lose here. Uh, Ricard wins. And we take Xander, Heather, Chantel. Uh, Ricard here, I think, does a, a good job of dividing up the people to take, right? He takes I was uh, gonna say... Chantel, which is kind of a no-brainer. Uh, mm -hmm. and then splits it up between like the Heather, which they just worked with. And then the Xander is kind of like a far reach. Maybe they can, you know, ease his nerves or convince him to join them or something. I feel like it's, it's a good spread. I don't know if I totally agree. I mean, it's not a bad group by any means. I just don't know if it's like his best play here. Um, because I think, if his goal is to keep himself and, you know, hypothetically at this point, or, you know, uh, at this point, Chantel as well, then you should be bringing people like Deshaun with you because he's very clearly like one of the people that could flip. Mm -hmm. um, is that clear to Ricard? Ricard right after going into the actual vote pegged Deshaun as the most likely flipper so i would have to yeah, okay. assume that at this point he also had that you know knowledge knowledge yeah foresight. that idea 
Um, because leaving Deshaun and Danny alone together is already, like, a huge power duo that could make something happen while you're gone. Especially when the rest of the people there, I think it was, um, Erica and Liana. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, that's a four that can do something. And then when you're coming back with Heather and Xander, who you are definitely not aligned with at this point, um, I feel like it's risky. If you even just, like, bring Deshaun and separate him from his closest allies, then that's, that makes it much harder for them to do anything. That's fair. And I guess in, it kind of ends up working out in Ricard's favor anyway towards the end here, but that is interesting way to break it down. It makes me then wonder how much of it is a strategic planning side, and he pulled a lot on the people who like hadn't gotten rewards yet. I wonder how much reality there was to that. You would think Ricard would be pretty... Uh, you know, scientific player about it, but it really could have just been playing for like the jury points here and bringing people right. who, you know, needed a reward at that point. Yeah. If he's doing it for, for as a jury play, then this one does make a lot of sense. Cause taking like Heather right on a reward, it, you know, might, you know, help you out down the line if you're sitting at the end. Cause Heather is probably someone who would remember and care about that. Yeah. Versus a Deshaun who, ultimately isn't going to factor a reward in that much compared to the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good there. Uh they go to their their luxury uh best reward ever and it's just like the same punishment that uh <laughs> like Liana, Tiffany and Brad went to earlier in the season. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems nice, you know, they got some they set up, like, a whole set and called it a sanctuary, and it's like, did they plan to have more uh, more things, more events happen there? Did they have it off off camera? Maybe they'll bring off, them there for the, the final three breakfast or something. Okay, Maybe. that'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah, and then while we're here, I think the other thing to, to mention is the, the little uh, conversation that Ricard and Chantel have about... You know, oh, we're gonna we're have to we're gonna have to gun for each other at some point. Yeah, talking about like being pretty open about you know, you know, like you said, gunning for each other. Uh, Ricard even mentions that like I think people like you more, um, and stuff like that. And then you know, the last thing they say that we see is you know, now's not the time. Um, good good foreshadowing. Good, you know. Uh, development of this relationship going into, you know, what we didn't know at the time would be the end of it. Um, but it's interesting to have this kind of like, what would you call it, mutual respect relationship? Yeah, it, where it's like we're playing Survivor. Yeah, where they're very close as an alliance, but they also fully recognize that they have a really hard time winning against the other other person in Final Tribal. Therefore, both of them understand that they're not bringing each other, and they're both just okay with that. I think this is the type of relationship that a lot of people, like, when they audition for the show or talk about potentially going on the show or, you know, in their opening entry interviews, they talk about, oh, this is how I'm going to play the game. You know, I'm going to be honest with my Alliance member, 
but then you know as emotions get in the way as you know the game gets in the way they you know that that's just not reality for them and it is somewhat impressive that they did you know perform this i guess ideal you know openness throughout you know most of the game Mm -hmm. um as much as we will you know talk trash about Chantel in this latter half where it just feels like she you know has been doing all the wrong things with people and whatever um I do agree that like being able to maintain this kind of alliance and have it be you know healthy for the most part you know despite their um disagreements about decisions and things like that um being able to maintain that is is cool to see for sure and even um during uh once she was voted out uh i'm pretty sure they showed ricard very clearly being pretty emotional about it and so like this is this is like good survivor right this is a cool story to see mm-hmm. you know a like unique relationship a unique alliance with two unique people and a strategic move that has a lot of like emotional weight behind it finally for this season yeah, yes it, finally it's, it's, it's like survivor they, finally and i think what, what i hope they kind of get is like when they do make changes like this and i don't know what any of the reception online has been other than what's in our little circle here but when they make changes, you know, they instantly feel better and it makes the show seem much more well off. Uh, and I hope they are aware of that and they're not just like sometimes accidentally making good episodes. And, you know, sometimes though, I, I have to believe there is some sort of conscious effort there uh, that I hope they pick up on and kind of apply in the future. Because this style episode is great. I would much rather have, uh, you know, the kind of full breakdown of why this person went home rather than trying to read between a bunch of smoke and mirrors and curtains about, you know, how this person was about to go home. But then, oh, just kidding. It was actually this person who did. Yes, please break things down like this. Uh, Also, shout outs to the editors for the final reprise of the Shantham. (laughs) yeah yeah dude this episode is really really good like the more that i've thought about it the more good it is the more things i recognize are like oh yeah this is good right you know the very last rendition of her doing her theme right it's like oh that's like again foreshadowing or like a a send-off if you will um and including little things like that knowing what happens it's like oh this is like this is good editing right this is good setup this is good execution and i hope that the next episodes continue this but (laughs) i don't think even if that is the case even if these next episodes are good i don't think that it saves the season right i don't think it um these next episodes have some heavy lifting to do. Right. And I because don't think we're going in blind. Yeah. And I don't think there's really any way for them to really redeem the season for what it is. Because the last three or four episodes being good 
doesn't change the fact that the editing editing has been so whack for the first nine, right? And mm. it's it's just and like I like I said before, even if we have a decent winner, it's going to feel like we speed ran their edit. It's gonna feel like oh, it's, it's not Chantel. Yeah, no matter what, it's it, going to be oh, this person won the season, but it's not Chantel. And I guess you know it's very similar to uh, you know season nineteen with Russell Hans, right? And you can draw similarities with this season and that season, but they are presenting this season a little bit differently, uh, especially with Chantel going out here. Uh, but right. it still, you know, really feels like whoever does win the season, it'll, I don't know. I don't think it takes anything away from them, but just this, the the television show isn't really telling their full story, I don't think. If it's Ricard or Deshaun who win, then I think it's, you know, good good enough, I guess. Uh, if Xander wins, sure. Uh, but Liana, Erica, or Heather winning would just be so strange. <laughs> Heather, Heather winning sounds like the most in theme for this thing for for this season, where it's just you're just blindsiding us even more of the character you've given us nothing. And I think that <laughs> you know that might just be part of like Survivor's frustration uh, too, right? Because at, of we have Erica, Heather, and Liana left, who are people who I just named as kind of the odd choices for winners. And, you know, those are the three women left in the game. Uh, so unless, you know, the only person I can imagine here winning at this point would be Erica, which would still feel very odd, like very, very out of place. Editing-wise. Yeah, editing-wise. Uh, but, you know, that just leaves us with another guy winning. I feel like in, in the game, like... Everybody seems to be saying that, like, oh, Erica's this big threat, but the edit isn't showing that at all. Like, it's. And then we I get, feel like Survivor and, does this a lot as well. This episode did like, show it. We, we get weird things with Erica being like, oh, yeah, everyone knows that Heather and I are super tight. And it's the first time we're hearing that. Like, <laughs> if you're the winner, like, if you're the winner, like, they're never doing that compared to Chantel, you know, where we see her and Ricard as a very solid duo, or her and Liana as a very solid duo, right? Or her and Deshaun as a very solid duo. They wouldn't just erase Erica's whole story from the show other than her smashing the hourglass circumstantially. So. Yeah, but it fits a theme. Yeah, it, it'd be very odd. So, you know, I, I, of course, you know, am waiting just like everyone else for someone who is not a dude to win the show. But I feel like we're just going to have to wait a little bit more for that to happen. Yeah. My preseason prediction about to go in the toilet. <laughs> unless, see, unless episode 13 is just an entire, like, flashback to all of Heather's moves. Right. <laughs> yeah, dedicated to Heather. Right, because that yes, and it's like it feels extreme, but it almost feels like you know if one of these three ladies are going to win, like I feel like it needs to just suddenly shift to their perspective and let us in on what we've been missing and everything they do from here to the end. Yeah, and speaking of editing again, going back to the the music that they play when Chantal's voted out, um. I'm still not sure how I'm supposed to feel about Chantel as a person or as a 
as a survivor because she's built up as a winner, very obviously, the perfect player, best player of all time. Yes. And then we just have a like a slander arc, if you will, where we get like none of her perspective, but all of her closest allies are like, she's a threat, she's annoying, she's controlling, we need to get her out. And then that comes to a head with this vote. And then as she leaves, it feels like we're supposed to be, you know. On her side? Yeah, on her side, feeling like we're losing a like a hero. Like, no, how could this happen? Uh, it's it's a it's a tragedy. It's yeah, it's and really it's, weird. It's just it's just very weird. And like, despite the episode being so good, there's still these little things that make me think that the editing or the producers had a very specific narrative in mind, and then when they couldn't complete it, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, we're just left feeling confused because yeah. when you're watching the show. You're like part of it. You're like, oh man, like they're, you know, assuming Chantel's winning, but even just as a character, right? You're supposed to mm-hmm. think, okay, oh man, Chantel's really good at Survivor. She's really good with people. And then, you know, oh man, like, okay, Chantel is like doing these pretty like brutal moves in, in the pre merge. Like, you know, this might be, you know, a, a cool villain edit for Chantel where she sticks to the game and manipulates and, and you know blazes her trail through and leaves her mark on, on the new short version of the game. Or they're also trying to tell us, look at Chantel, look at how good of a person she is. Chantel is a hero. Chantel is the <laughs> greatest blessed angel soul to ever play Survivor. She is a pastor. So we just have this weird dynamic where it's like, okay, is Chantel the villain? And then, we, you know, we have the people who are like, it's time to rise up and, uh, against Chantel. It's time to get her out of here. You know, her and her posse. And we also have Chantel who's, you know, you know, crying with Deshaun about their, you know, their placement in the game and what it means for their community and for society. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, is, is, is Chantel the villain or is she the hero? And, you know, when she finally gets voted out, it's not... Tri- it's not triumphant music for the people who voted her out. It's triumphant music for Chantel in celebrating her and how she's played the game so far. Is it, you know, what her vote out is about. And now we're just left confused. Were we supposed to be rooting for or against Chantel or both? Was she a hero or was she a villain? I don't know, but she's <laughs> gone now. Unless, unless we get to the finale and Jeff's like, hey, hey, jury. You guys, you guys want a chance to get back in the game? What if we just do that? What if, guys, what if we just do that? Hey, everyone, everyone, stand up. Let's do a challenge. Oh, <laughs> and then she gets back God. in the game, right? Spell Jeff, your name. That, if it's does that make Shan, sense? You're back in. I, I mean, the thing is, that could happen, and then it would all make sense. <laughs> and then it would all make sense <laughs> if Chantel just goes back in the game. Then, then we know. Then we know why we're so confused right now. Yeah. The only other logical explanation I could say is Ricard winning because we see Shan maybe as the winner, but through the edit, but also the Rick Devins figure. I know you mentioned Russell earlier, yeah. but Rick Devins, who before the finale, everyone, I mean everyone, said Rick was going to win. Because mm-hmm. we didn't more have like... all the information. Yes. So I don't know. I th- yeah, I, I, I but... think it makes sense with Ricard as sort of the next best thing. Or has been hiding in the shadows behind Chantel, and now by voting her out, he now is able to rise to the top. Now that he has, you know, made this essential move 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think this is realistically, you know, the fanfare and yes, like reading between lines too much. I, I think what we see here on out is sort of a war between Ricard and Deshaun for dominance uh, with Ricard ultimately winning. If we're maintaining that Deshaun ends up in the fire making challenge, you know, maybe Ricard wins that final immunity challenge, sends Deshaun. Deshaun may win or lose, but with Ricard ultimately winning in the end. Uh, but I think what we're saying now, it only makes sense for those two people to win, right? Yeah, Ricard or Deshaun. I think yeah. so. Uh, and like, so, literally nobody. I, I mean, I guess, I guess Xander could. But yeah, well, here's the, you know, Xander here's what it comes down to. Just like you know, just like this episode's immunity challenge and many of the immunity challenges previous, it all comes down to. You know, it's just the people on Blockbuster definition are going to win. Like, when we're looking (laughs) at the list of who's left, it's like, okay, we got Deshaun, uh, Ricard, uh, Xander, maybe Erica, right? And that's that's Blockbuster definition. The other three people are, you know, it doesn't even seem like they are in consideration. And what's interesting saying that is looking, you know, there there is Danny out there. And uh, I think it kind of speaks for itself that we haven't had a lot to say about Danny like the, at all this entire episode uh, because he seems like he's out there and he's like playing a decent game but with the game he's playing and with the sort of edit he's gotten it would feel very odd for him to win though I guess if he did it would just be a very honest game where he just plays it straight the whole way through and he wins yeah, how you play Survivor, which doesn't, yeah, which doesn't, it, just, it doesn't make sense well in the story they're edit. trying to tell here. If if Danny is just like, yep, we're gonna like never move from our alliance except for this one vote, and then we're just gonna kind of ride it out, and then I'm gonna win. It just doesn't feel like what they would give Danny. So, so in preparation for this recording, I did go back and watch like the first three episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. The first episode. They do give like a ma- a massive scene to both Ricard talking about uh, his husband and his child that he left back at home to come out to play Survivor, mm-hmm. and Deshaun, um, talking about his father and like the three, the three D's. I think it was what, what I wrote it down somewhere. Nice. No, <laughs> no, not nice. I mean, yeah, sure, nice. Dream but... drop and distance. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was episode two. It was discipline, determination, dedication. Got the a massive highlight there. So, like both of those players, I can dire see... dire docs. <laughs> <laughs> both of those players, I could see being in the finale, having their chance to win. Like for some reason, my gut says Xander has a chance still, just because like the past few episodes. He's been like an well, underdog. I think what's interesting in that, and it's true he didn't have a lot to do with the vote, but as sort of the season-defining episode, kind of, I feel like, because it's been about Chantel, you know, we get the credit for Ricard mainly, and Deshaun there is a big piece, and Xander is pretty much absent from this no. episode. Yeah, no. Xander is not Yeah, here. And you my... think if, we, not if this win. is a Xander win, then he would get a little more content this episode about his involvement or his decision or you know what he thinks about this vote because we really just didn't hear anything from him 
And I think it goes to pro that show that Xander is only shown to us when he's relevant and he just happens <laughs> to be relevant very frequently. Yeah. Just because it, of the twists of the season. Ugh. Right. And like ever since his big episode where he made a name for himself with the with the fake idol, he hasn't existed, period. You know? <laughs> and yeah. I think it's very clear that that was his arc. He finds these advantages, gets put on the bottom of his uh of his tribe, then he merge merges still on the bottom in a bad position, like most of the time, and then just brute forces his way through, makes a really cool play, and then disappears because he doesn't win and doesn't do anything from here on out. Yeah, they and told his story. I think that's it. Yeah. Or he could make it to the final three and be like, but guys, I got out Chan, and they're all like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So did we, and so did all of us. But, <laughs> although, you know, talking, speaking from the point of view of the edit, that is all true, in terms of the game, he still has an idol. Yes. And it's still, uh, when can he last play? When there's seven? When there are five people still in the when game. When there are five? So, like, hmm. this is a deep idol to have. Yeah, it's right? just how long can he play this game of chicken? Whereas I'm going to play tonight. He has been. I'm play it tonight. And it just keeps, it's mentioned keeps at the slipping end. by. And uh, yeah, and how he how many has been he have? playing correctly so far. He has managed to hang on to it. it Although, me... again, I will reiterate that it was just a misplay to not play it when the tribes were split up. But <laughs> to despite not play that, that extra vote. To not play the extra vote. Again, i still mad about it. But whatever, he has it now, and it's good for him. Um, so like he gets further in this game, just period. Uh, you know, especially now because there's two votes left. Um, yeah, and so like he's gonna use it for one of them. He's gonna get farther, but I don't think that that matters in terms of the game as a whole. I just mean, that, you know, just going over everything he is going to get further in this game whether or not he's winning yeah i'm curious who we see going next because now that things have kind of broken open i'm kind of curious how it looks because you still have deshaun and danny as a tight duo and you have liana in there who at this point i feel like is a little bit of a wild card i feel like you could kind of tug yeah. her along and she probably wouldn't be too much of a jury threat but i feel like She's not someone, I don't know, I would necessarily be super tight to because if you're Deshaun or Danny, you might be afraid she wants to avenge Chantel. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I was thinking about this when you mentioned how the rest of the season is going to be this um, war over power between Ricard and Deshaun is um, mm -hmm. who, who does each person have on their side? Like I said, Deshaun or Danny for sure. Mm-hmm um erica and heather for sure erica and heather are a pair for sure xander and his advantages xander and his advantages <laughs> um yeah and then like you said but yeah, Liana, it, kind of, wild it, card. it just becomes it, you know a pick up the pieces between you know liana leaning probably towards deshaun and danny and you know ricard's picking up xander erica and heather right and then that gives him the maybe. four over the three but maybe erica still goes with 
uh, Deshaun because they've kind of been a duo, even though Deshaun has wanted to get Erica out for the entire game, you know? <laughs> so that's why I feel like Deshaun is like, all right, we got to get rid of Erica now. Erica is too smart for the game. We got to get rid of her. And then Ricard being like, hey, Erica, Deshaun wants you out. You, Heather, me, Xander, we all vote out. You know, someone. Apparently Deshaun is just so likable that, you know, when you vote, when when he votes for Evie twice in the same tribal, just the next episode, they're like, yeah, sure, we can work together still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so, here, so here's here's my point. Looking at everyone that's left, I feel like Deshaun's in such a better position here. Um, because it just f- seems like he is the more likable person between the two. It feels like Ricard's power in the game was very closely tied to Chantel's power in the game. Mm-hmm. And now that yeah. Chantel's gone, I don't know if Ricard has any relationships that he can now rely on now that he has to build new alliances and relationships or yeah, build new alliances. Whereas Deshaun has a guaranteed alliance member and has probably been more um, interactive with those outside of his alliance or at the very least is a charming enough person in front of a, if, if they're sitting together with the jury, you know, Deshaun, I think easily wins. He's just, you know, gone along with so many more of the people and everyone's always just like, Oh, you know, Ricard's so sneaky and devious and, Deshaun, everyone just seems to love. But, you know, going back to the draft, too, you know, this is why Jimmer and I picked Deshaun first. And, you know, part of, you know, I chose Ricard as my winner pick. And I, you know, still think there's some weight to that. But, you know, Deshaun was the first person who came to mind for me as somebody who might win. So I guess I feel pretty justified in those those choices this far out. Uh, I think what that means that, well, I don't know. I guess if they sit together, then Deshaun wins. If Ricard is at final tribal without Deshaun, he could win. Though, I also wouldn't be surprised to, like if Danny won that, which is why I think I don't see Danny at the final tribal either. All I know is that Heather is probably not at the final tribal. No shot. <laughs> um, but I'm just talking about like right now. How do you feel about where the two stand as is. Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, I agree with you with Deshaun having better connections, but I think I do see the pathway of Ricard able to get Xander and Erica plus Heather, and that's just four versus Deshaun, Danny, and Liana. Mm-hmm. So what you're kind of saying is you're looking at, like, a underdog alliance i guess so i mean i you know i I said that if deshaun brings up a plan of getting rid of erica and ricard uses that plan against him then it would be pretty easy to get the numbers together there versus if it ends up some other weird combo where deshaun's just like hey everyone let's get rid of ricard you know like yeah it's probably a good idea let's do that because i think that's what it comes down to i think if deshaun immediately targets ricard then he probably just wins the game but I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to target Erica because he's been talking about Erica all season. Constantly. But um, here, here's the other potential downfall of the next few episodes is that 
if everyone plays correctly, <laughs> right? Plays not even like optimally or perfectly. If people just make a if they relatively, the if they just vote out the biggest threats like they should, mm-hmm. then, like you mentioned, Deshaun pretty much gets his way and gets rid of Ricard, and then they Liana. Erica and Heather can turn on Deshaun and then Danny. And that's a very realistic route that this if, can go. If if they go for the, you know, kind of best choice gameplay, then Erica probably wins, right? Because you want to get out Xander because he's powerful with the idol. You want to get out Ricard because, you know, he's made, he's playing pretty well. You want to get rid of Deshaun because it's Deshaun and Danny because he just has kind of that calm power. So if you're left in the final three with Erica, Heather, and Liana, then yeah, I mean, I think Erica wins that every time. I think if you take out a Heather and throw in a Danny in there, uh, Erica could still win. If you put a Xander in there, maybe a little closer. Yeah, I just worry for the rest of the season because if people play correctly, then it ends up being really boring. In both directions, yeah. either where we... Yeah, for the sake of the story, you know, we want Deshaun or Ricard to be the winner because it feels like they've been the most active in the season. It feels like they're the best players in the season right now. Mm-hmm. However, we are still watching the season where Chantel was built up as the main character and just got voted out. So it's possible mm-hmm. they just slash right through Deshaun and Ricard and we're left with kind of the people who just manage to be the least threatening and hang on the longest. Yeah. Which could work, I guess. Could happen. It's not as satisfying as a TV show, but, you know, really optimally in the end, it's like if you just vote out the biggest threat to win every time, you're going to end up with what might be the three least deserving people. But, you know, at what point do the undeserving become deserving by voting out the biggest threats, right? What you're saying is we're going for the uh, the Heather, Danny, and Erica finale? Maybe. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. Liana for Erica. I, I, I kind of disagree because I Heather's like going to quit the game before finally. I feel like there, there was a period <laughs> oh where like, Liana was in charge of the of like a large alliance. See, Liana early game was in a really good place especially after she got attached to Chantel and was Chantel's number two. It kind of like locked her in for the final tribal. But now that Chantel's gone, and I think the thing for me that completely kills Liana's winner chances, you know, it's, you know, you don't want to spend too much time, I guess, looking at the edit when you're talking about the show because it's less fun, I guess. It's like less realistic of a scenario. But if Liana went in, you know, we've, We've been talking about the edit a lot anyways. But if Liana was to win the show, it's like, why would they spend so much time on her talking about how much she, like, despises Xander? With no upside, just complete negativity, you know, hate his face, you know, you can't stand him, blah, 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 blah. And it, like, didn't have any real payoff to it. It was just her reacting to the the fake idol thing. It just made her seem so negative, and I don't know why they would do that to you know, the person who was going to win their show, especially if it was, you know, Liana being a black woman, which is kind of what I was talking about earlier, where I think they are trying to compensate for Chantel not winning. If Liana won, I think they would try and paint her in a in a better light than they have. Yeah. And and just as a 
general thing, I want to say that, like, I wish we didn't have to focus so much on this season through the edit, but because of the way... But it's only because of the way that this season has been executed, right? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like we are going out of our way to pick apart the edit and scrutinize it and whatever. It's just that when it is just, in a word, bad, <laughs> it's really hard to ignore the, like, flaws in it and how it affects the sh- the enjoyment of the it show. It just feels like, yeah, it feels like we're not getting the full, like, information on a lot of these characters. And it's noticeable where each person kind of stands, but... You know, both through the edit and through logic, <laughs> um, <laughs> it does seem like Deshaun and Ricard are in the best spots to win the game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and by extension, uh, Blockbuster definition is looking like they're in a really good place right now. So uh, unless anybody else has anything they would like to touch on before we move on. Um, I think the only thing left that was like a, a pretty big thing is Chantel doesn't play her idol. Yeah. And I feel like that's been a thing for a lot of this season. And maybe I'm misremembering, but like I feel like there's been a lot of idols and no plays. <laughs> yeah, I mean We've had more shot in the darks than idols played. This year went home with his yeah. Uh, Chantel was on with her. Xander still yeah. has him is on him. Brad. However, I wouldn't be surprised Brad. if Xander goes home with the idol in his pocket. Just the way he's kind of playing the back and forward game. Chicken. Yeah, the chicken game. Feels like he's getting cocky. Well. I think it makes sense for him to not play it tonight because of how kind of tonight solid definitely his plan makes seemed. Sense. But I yeah. think if he goes too much more on this, I'm definitely going to play it tonight. They're just going to start voting for him. Mm hmm. So how about that immunity challenge? Blockbuster definition uh, again looked like we were going in no matter what at the end there. What was what was, what was, was this, this one? was balance a ball on a plate on a stick on a balance. Keep beam. your balls on the disc. Oh, that's right, Ricard won, and that's why this vote wasn't Ricard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricard immunity challenge beast. Who would have thought? Me. So at this point. With the points, with the with the fantasy season. All right, so open up, open, um, everyone, open up your documents. Go to rngshow.com slash forty one. Go to the results tab on the bottom, and you'll see the graph. You'll see the episode points. You'll see where oh. we're at. Blockbuster definition well, with the lowest total points we've had in a single week. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, here's the thing. Like, since Shan's gone, and you have basically all the players that gain points at this point um the four potential winners yeah so i i think it's time where we just say uh let's let's forfeit the season because there's zero chance at this uh i have a bit of a gimmick here i have a bit of a a plan to shake things up to flip this season on its head to break an hourglass is it time to release the monster <gasps> yes oh no the monster it's time for the empire we made along the way 
No. We're gonna. So we have become so, all powerful. This tap was ready the entire time. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know me. Um. So you just copy pasted an entire new row into the spreadsheet. Where did that come from? <laughs> uh, no. Now you can take a look at that chart down there. So so when you combine just, the flame yeah, dog empire and the friends points. we made along the way, it puts you guys sixty-seven points above blockbuster definition. Correct. Correct. That is like if Extremely we were to doable. combine right here. That's like what one one winner so in the we finale. About this a little bit, you get thirty something odd points from your winner being in the finale and just going to tribal council and for winning the game. You get thirty something points there, which gets us halfway there. Then you also have you know advantage plays. Uh, you have challenge wins. You have rewards. You know all that stuff still to makeup so i guess the question here is you know can blockbuster definition with four you know high value players can we catch up to the empire we made along the way by the end of the season hey tune it's more entertaining great... if you cower in fear oh my god i think that's a great way to spin the rest of this season to take a look at, like, in, instead of you leading the rest of this season very up? clearly, can you catch up we, to the we, combined forces? We present you with a challenge, if you will. Now, I'll be episode 11, that's the challenge? <laughs> no, I'm just moving <laughs> stuff again, because, of course, <laughs> I, prepa- I prepared everything. Um... I did want to, like, set up a few more rules for this to, like, make it a bit more game-like, make it a bit more so you have, like, a choice of of what things can go on. So here's here's my pitch. Yeah. Uh, trades. Because we're going to have, like, what, what um, four people on this new tribe... Mm-hmm. It's going to be really difficult to, you know, try and come to a conclusion of if you want to trade people out. So if you want to make a trade, if you want to trade one of your players for one of the empire we made along the way, if you offer up the points of the of the previous episode, of the episode we're currently talking about in this podcast, we'll just give you the trade. Just If you, if you want to trade out... Um, Let's see, Erica for Liana, and give us ten points with that. Yeah, sure. I don't have to ask any of the hosts. Just go for it. What do, What do you think of this idea? Are you Are you talking about Are you talking about the individual person's points or just like the total? Just the total. So eighteen points to make any trade is what you're saying. Uh, no the the current episode, the the so ten points. If if you were to tr- make a trade right so now, so it'd be eighteen points you would... to make a trade. Why are you saying? Because 18? we earned eighteen points in episode ten. Boiler. No, no, I mean the number of the episode. Oh, we are currently just in episode ten. 10. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you pitch this idea to me, that's also what I thought you were referring to. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the episode the points of the person, the individual. So, like, that, that's so that, that is what yeah, I thought. Ten, like, as well. I thought hard. there was. <laughs> 
I thought there would either be a okay. two point. I guess I worded things wrong. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's okay. That makes sense. So like the later you go, if you're trying to make an ep- uh, trade, you know, episode eleven. Okay, so this is more. one scenario. Uh, I don't know if I really plan on, on making any trades though. Yeah, I kind of expected that, but I thought you know, give you a little, a little, a little way to spice things up even more. Uh-huh. Also, I I was yeah I love your icon. I was just thinking if you had made one or not, and it's very good. Of course, I've made an no, icon. There are maybe Come a little on. too many people in this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I so we just took the logo from the friends we made along the way, which still has too many people. Oh, well, well, I have I have versions <laughs> for each breakdown. So, I mean, we could have just chopped off the bottom row of the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think oh. of this gimmick? Is this is this too much? Is this good? Uh, you mean is, the, do you think this will make a more exciting season I for mean you? mean the trading specifically? No, I just meant the, the whole Empire thing. Oh, no, yeah. This is, uh, I mean, based on how I was able to identify the point difference and uh, describe this scenario, <laughs> this is kind of exactly what I had in mind as well. So it's gonna be close. yeah, I I'm I, I'm totally down for it. You know, we looking at how things are shaking out at this point, it's kind of impossible for anybody but us to win with the normal rules. So I'm willing to accept uh, your surrender on that front and twist into this new challenge to see, you know, how good can we be? Can we can we make it to the top? It makes things exciting for you because you get to sit up the top for a little bit. Makes things exciting for me. Uh, because I get to, you know, get more invested into it and see if we can really push that high or not. Also, we didn't like pick out a trophy. There was a, there was a joke thing of like the winners would get to change the name of the podcast. So like, if you guys want to start thinking on that at the end of the season, you want to change the name, get rid of RNG Show, rename it to Put Please Blockbuster Definition. I mean, yeah, if you want, okay. Ooh, that's that's too so <laughs> at this point, uh, I you know I am more than happy to you know try and take this approach to the season starting you know after this episode for the sake of you know it's the same thing but you know what I mean uh, you know the first benchmark I'll be happy if we just make it to that three hundred and six point mark uh, but I assume you you know also plan to continue accumulating points from here on out. Oh yes, of so course. So that might make it a little more difficult, uh, but you know we'll tr- we'll try for sure. If we don't make it, then I'm sure we will have gotten pretty close at least. Yeah. All right. That that was my bit. I, so I do. Uh, I also want to say we picked some very convenient icons for our two teams under <laughs> with like you know coming together at the end, right? Because imagine if one of us was just like. If the Flamepock Empire there. was, yeah, ticket heads, or if you're an animal and you just like you put the animals in a pyramid or something, it's it's not quite, <laughs> it doesn't quite work out. But just putting helmets on the dudes is like this feels like it was meant to be. It's a better story than Survivor season forty one. True. <laughs> so with that being Actually said, true. Uh, <laughs> for episode. 10 going into the nitty-gritty of the points uh still with their newly combined efforts uh the uh, or are we the empire we made along the way still yeah. only manages to get 
uh, 11 points, mostly through episode points alone. Otherwise, a couple of people got taken on rewards. Uh, Liana got a vote, didn't go home. Uh, Blockbuster definition, though, is being carried by Ricard at this point, uh, winning the reward challenge and the immunity challenge, along with a couple extra bonuses, bringing us up to 18. Uh, really, the episode points are, you know, the strongest suit here, but Ricard right. pulling in an extra eight points is definitely helpful as well. So our new totals uh, put Blockbuster definition at 239 and the empire we made along the way is up at 306 points. They have broken 300. We still have a way to go. Congratulations. But we'll see if we can, we can get there and catch up in this new era. Drop the one drop the, so the now two we're going, we're become going the from, one we're going from a drop the one keep the drop, one welcome to episode 11 drop, drop the <laughs> drop the rng show keep the blockbuster definition Something oh, like man. that. uh i did the math it's only 67 points between the two teams <laughs> <That's> true <laughs> yeah sounds is, like a that lot is in but... fact what tune said <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know right. i figured figure <laughs> uh so with all of that i think it is enough for us here this week uh if you want to go check out the other episodes maybe watch or listen wait to... hold it hold it objection there's <laughs> there, there's a very important thing we have to calculate what uh-oh how much did Fred's mistake on the phone oh, screw with no. our points? <laughs> no! Let's go to unit totals. Oh, sorry. Let's pull out our Tell calculators, our handy-dandy calculators. All right. Well, uh, getting booted out in the first 35! Episode, netted Abraham only a single point. <laughs> no! And now Shan is leaving the game with a total of 36 points. Which means that if Fred didn't suck at <laughs> drafting people so much, we could have 35 more points. We would have gotten second before we combined. 176. So you still would have been behind by what? Well, yeah, um, 80 because points. the Flame Pog Empire would lose a bunch of points then. Because yeah, you wouldn't would have, have Abraham. However, Blockbuster Definition would still be pretty high up. Yeah. yeah, like 80 ahead or something. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, 60. 60 ahead. Blech. Yeah. So you know you know what? You know what? I'm okay with this. Because I am the type of person <laughs> that would rather lose horrendously, spectacularly, by a huge margin, than to just, like, get second <laughs> and be mediocre. Yeah, and since we're looking at points here, you know, something I've been kicking myself ever since we've started to realize that Chantel was probably going to win. You know, Chantel, we drafted 17th out of 18th. Uh, in our last two picks for, you know, for my team, we got Nasir and Erica. And for a while, you know, they've been collecting points all right, but I've been kicking myself that I didn't pick Chantel for either of those. But in the end, both Nasir and Erica technically earned more points than Chantel. So pretty solid picks in that case. All right, now now can we go back to thanking Mango for editing this episode like 
despite the fact that we're recording it way later because of the no we're recording this on very thankful for mango for editing our podcast totally recording this uh on usual schedule thanks to subtact for the use of our theme song step up Uh, i already told you guys about the uh spreadsheet it's rngshow.com slash 41 or there's a link in the show notes you can probably find it if you look real hard for it and we'll be back next week uh we'll see if blockbuster definition can rise up against the empire we made along the way we'll see what happens with deshaun and ricard we'll see if heather is relevant yet uh no yeah so i'll see you then goodbye bye 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 goodbye see ya